Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So, hello folks and welcome to another episode of the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales success. I'm Simon Hazeldean and as ever I am joined by my esteemed Sales Chat Show colleagues, Mr. Phil Jesson and Mr. Graham Jones, who has just returned from an extensive long cruise around the world. So, we're not sure what time zone Graham is on or if his sea legs have recovered, but are you you with us? Are you with us, Mr. Jones? Ahoy there, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent, Captain Captain Jones there of the uh, uh, the good ship cruising. So um, as we're recording this episode, um, it's literally just the day after the most recent World Cup final, where France obviously reigned uh, supreme. But England, the England team, and we are all English at the Sales Chat Show, so forgive us for those of you um, listening in from from other countries, but obviously we've been rooting for England, and this World Cup has been the best performance the England football team has put in for some considerable amount of time. We have had something I think we could call a performance slump, and sometimes sales teams can have a bit of a performance slump as well, and we've certainly had that, and then we've had this ongoing debate and discussion about England's ability ever to win a penalty shootout in a, in a World Cup, which has become a, a bit of an unfortunate joke almost in, in, in England. Um, Mr Jessen has been studying the behaviour of the England football manager Gareth Southgate with some great interest, both from a sporting point of view, but obviously from a, a management and a leadership point of view. So, Mr. Jesson, what have you noticed that you think may be relevant to sales managers, sales leaders, sales directors who are listening into this episode of the Sales Chat Show? Thank you. And uh, yes, clearly the uh, single most important ingredient to his success are the stunning blue waistcoats that he's been wearing. And we should all rush out there and get one. Uh, But seriously, no, he has been a, a very interesting case study for me. And if I could just share with you some observations I think the English football team does have some history not all of it very good in the World Cup area and one of the uh, uh, frequent phrases that Gareth used when he was interviewed uh, was that he was encouraging the England team to quote write their own history a lovely line it tends to file previous histories and get the team focused on a new purpose yeah, so I think he was changing the changing the disc if you like and getting the uh, the mindset to go down a slightly different route uh, other things that he's done he's, uh, he's very team orientated uh, he's not a man to tolerate mavericks and stars uh, many of our listeners will know that um, some months ago, uh, Wayne Rooney went uh, in the interests of team identity, team cohesion, uh, and even the high-profile England captain, Harry Kane, um, wasn't um, that high-profile at all, actually, on the pitch. He was very generous, he was very supportive, he was very encouraging to the other players, very much a team player, 
uh, unlike uh, Ronaldo, who was the only key player in the team, and the whole team were orientated to feed him passes. Um, Preparation and planning, as we all know in the sales industry, is a key ingredient to one's success, and Gareth has done that. A lot of time studying the skill and psychology behind penalty shootouts, for example, and set pieces like free kicks and corners. And if you think of the England game, a lot of their success did rely on those set pieces as opposed to open play. So very well uh, researched. Uh, And one other that I'll I'll share with you for now, um, he, uh, by his own admission, uh, claims to be a student of leadership. Uh, He doesn't consider himself to be the finished article. Uh, He's still learning. He regards his own playing experience uh, in 1996, where there was a a high personal failure. He regards that as a learning opportunity. Uh, And part of his study of leadership has taken him to uh, America to talk to uh, you know football uh, club uh, managers and coaches and owners out there and in the UK uh, he has spent some time with the England rugby setup so somebody who is studying what excellence in leadership actually does so those are but uh, a few of the things that he's done but I, th- I think um, one of you guys when we were chatting earlier mentioned the issue of the sports psychologist yes yeah the um, the sports psychologist supporting the team um, and I think it was Graham Graham was mentioning that the England have had a sports psychologist previously helping them and supporting them but it was a kind of a voluntary thing with an individual I think yeah Graham if the individuals saying. wanted to use the benefits of the psychologist to the that the England team had available to them, they could, but it wasn't central to what they did, whereas now the psychologist is central to the whole team and every player, uh, every member of the squad is involved with the, the psychology. So, uh, And that helps build this team cohesion. And we have to remember that Gareth Southgate was the manager of the under-17s, the under-19s and the under-21s. And so most of these players have been with him for a long time. They've been yeah. with him for five, six years. And so that he was able to form a team of people who all knew each other. And I think that's important for salespeople. That if you, if you have a churn of people in your sales force, you're constantly having to build the team. Yes. Whereas what you want is stability in your sales force with people who are constantly developing but are there so that they together work as a team and support each other. And you're not going to get that if you can keep losing people or keep needing to replace people. Um, and so he's shown that this team cohesion, whereas before the England team was largely a bunch of people who played on their own, mm, just yes. happened to be sharing the same space. Mm. Now, I know a sales director or a sales manager listening to this, you may very well have a team of kind of individual contributors who are not as reliant on each other for their performance but increasingly, particularly in B2B, larger end B2B, you have a sales team yeah. who are going in, a technical support, solutions architect in IT, so on and so forth. Sometimes a combination of external and internal salespeople yeah. often. So that's when you do need to be focusing on that. And even if you have got a team of individual contributors, you want them sharing best practice, helping each other out, supporting each other, covering vacant parts of a territory or a country so that and the, and, and apparently from what we, we can gather from the from the press the the sports psychologist has been working a much as much on the team aspect as on any of the individual parts obviously any team only as 
only as strong as its weakest link. And, and Phil, your your first point about him, you know, write your own history and not being shackled to the past, is quite quite I think quite a common thing you would see is that often sales forecasts are built up on what happened last year. Rather yeah. than on necessarily what the territory is capable of, mm. and I had the, I had the privilege of doing an MC job at a, at a client's conference recently, and the keynote speaker was Chris Akabusi, who a very famous, very famous Olympian. And Chris had a great expression. He said, "The past is for reference, not for residence." Mm. So just because it happened last year doesn't mean it's going to happen yeah. this year. Just because we have historically messed up penalty shootouts doesn't mean that we're going to mess up penalty no. shootouts in the no, future. Exactly. So. I, th- I think one of the interesting uh, things about Gareth Southgate is that he's been hailed as a new style of leadership. But when you think about the style of leadership, which uh, I suppose you could describe it as he's approachable, he's human, he's vulnerable, he's personalised... He's decent, he's courageous, he's inspirational, he's authentic. If that's a new style of leadership, that's rather sad. Yes. That is rather sad, and it makes you wonder what on earth we've been up to in recent years if we regard that as new. So I think maybe for some of us it's sort of come as a timely reminder that you can be very, very successful by being yourself rather than masquerading as uh, somebody else. Uh, so I think for me, the, the, if, if, if I think of his contribution in a, a, a sentence, I think what he's done successfully is that he's won the mental game of football before and after each match. Yes. He knows that there's relatively little he can do once the referee blows that whistle and goes live for two lots of 45 minutes. So he's got the mental bit done before they kick a ball and, of course, after it. Because I think, you know, from when I was watching, there wasn't a huge amount of him of active participation from the touchline as there is often with other with other managers that you'll see. Yes, from time to time, of course. Mm. But like any sales manager, you're only going to be as good as the performance of your team. You know, if, you're, if you're diving in every five minutes to save every sale, you know, you're becoming a super sales rep rather than being the sales manager or the sales director. You end up you know, taking away the, the capability and performance of your sales team. I think the fact that he wasn't dancing up and down on the uh, uh, touchline would have been very reassuring for the uh, England team because what it was really signalling was, no, I trust what you're doing, stick to the plan, stick to the process, Mm. stick to the things that we've practised and rehearsed many times. There is no need for me to run up and down looking anxious, uh, shouting instructions left, right and centre that force you to change what you believe is the right thing to do. Like you say, that is not a new style of leadership, but it might be a new style of leadership for people occupying that position, which which I guess is the the worrying. The the thing is that if you're a sales director and you are constantly on their touchline, you know, constantly on their back saying you should be here, you should be there, you should be wherever, doing whatever, pointing them in all the right, right directions as far as you're concerned, you're not actually allowing your sales team to get on with the job that they know they can do. Yeah. And actually they then psychologically sit back from that and don't do it. You see that all the time in football with the managers shouting and screaming on the sidelines and actually the team not doing mm. as well because they've psychologically given up. Mm. Um, and so you know, standing back and just letting them get on with it, do all the preparation in advance and let them get on with it. Mm. But also he wasn't afraid of 
playing people out of position. So when he saw something, with, you know, they needed more people in a different kind of role, he would put players on in a different position to the mm. one they would normally play. Mm. And actually, they didn't object. Mm. Whereas, they just got on and did the job because they're part of that team. And you see that in sales mm. all the time. You see somebody go on holiday and another salesperson say, you know, you need to look after their territory while they're away. Mm. But because they're competing and they're with each other and they don't see themselves as part of a team, they just tick over that territory and mm. don't do anything with it. Whereas Gareth Southgate's sense of style of management meant that everybody had a team responsibility, not an individual responsibility. It was also interesting, very early on, there was a lot of conversation about how young and inexperienced the team were which evaporated from the media extremely quickly. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, sometimes bringing in the right people into your sales team, sometimes, you know, maybe you don't want to go and recruit someone who's up there 15 years' worth of experience in the industry. Maybe you want to bring the person in with the right mental attitude, the right skill set, <coughs> the right coachability. They may be lacking 15 years' experience in your industry, but maybe they'll get up to speed faster and do a better job. But one of the reasons why the media were very team-friendly is that Gareth Southgate put together a very clever campaign to win them over. Mm. He recognised that they were a key stakeholder group that had previously annihilated English football teams that had gone before. Um, and through a social programme of darts competitions, bowling competitions, with the players, the media ensemble and the players together and the coaching staff they had this fun and social program yeah. that really bolted the whole thing together and that was a very clever mm. move on Southgate's part to create hundreds and thousands of miles away this English-centric community that was one it wasn't a series of tribes yeah and also he included their families in that so the wives and girlfriends were allowed to take part in these things so that there was you know, no psychological tension because you're away from your family for weeks on end. They were allowed to take, the players were allowed to use social media, whereas before they'd been banned. And in other words, they were allowed to be themselves. They were allowed to be, you allow mm. them to be human beings and they behave better for you. I mean, a lot of this is really talking about the environment the leader creates within which people can perform. And we're talking yeah. about taking out tension, taking out stress, yeah. making sure, you know, the stress of the, if the media are against the team, that mm. puts massive pressure because it's not like they're not going to see the media coverage. You are absolutely right on that. On one of his interviews, he actually said, my job as the manager is to make sure that the processes work. It's not to manage the outcome. There's not yeah, much I can do about yeah, that. My true. job is to manage the processes and make sure all of them, on and off the pitch, are working as they should. And there was also the uh, report that they were doing some sort of training activity with a rubber chicken. Now, that was obviously, they were laughing and joking and having some fun. So, obviously, amongst all of the serious stuff, yeah. he obviously seems to understand the humour release valve is necessary, which is a good thing in a sales meetings, yeah. you know, for, for, for people to do. Teams that have fun together kind of work well together. Yeah. I think he got the teamwork thing right, and bearing in mind there were 23, 24 players mm -hmm. or whatever in the squad, I think he also got the individual very personalised treatment of the players, right? If you look at the film footage of him talking to players at the end of a match, he knows who to hug. He knows who to leave alone yeah. because they're in an emotional state mm. and will be for another hour. 
He knows what to say to each of those people in a highly personalised, motivational way. So he has the lovely combination of being team-centric, but recognising that it comes from 23, 24, very, very different contributions. Yeah. And there is a link, of course, to uh, one of our previous episodes, uh, in which uh, the two of you completely disagree with me, but this is well, just that's normal. further evidence that my view is the right one. But <laughs> that in that previous episode, we discussed were sales targets a good idea? And that there may not be an idea. Uh, this was a team that never said they were going to achieve anything. They just he always said we're just going to achieve what we're going to achieve. We're going to as far as we're going to go. So they, they didn't set out with we are going to reach the finals or we're going to reach the semi-finals and end up with disappointment. And also there was no kind of competitiveness within the team. They operated as a team because they weren't in competition with each other. Mm. Whereas previous teams they were in competition with each other. Did this. Uh, strikers score more goals than that striker and so they yeah. didn't operate as a team because they're in competition so a, a sales team works when they are not in competition when they're not set targets I knew you would managed to get I'd that just like to refer you to that previous in. episode yeah so here I am running along the wing here to bring the ticket this into the centre that um, that actually all the evidence shows us but they're not a good idea. You should go cruising more often. Yeah? Yeah, then you can... Come back chill. Come back and chilled and make these points as you move up the... As you move up the... Uh, as, as I come into I mean, dock. I, I, <laughs> I also did notice that if you saw the post-match interviews, you interview, you know, the manager first, and he was quite calm and humble, and it was interesting. It almost seemed to be the mood that the players, when the key yeah. players were interviewed as well. It was very interesting. It's that environment, that culture... It's like no fuss, no hype. It's all just professional people doing doing their thing. And it was the referee was never blamed. No, yeah, yeah, even <laughs> though we as fans are going, that was a clear handball. There was no apportionment of blame, and that's really important in sales. It's no good blaming your customers for making the wrong decision or not being in the right place, or blaming the competition for being you know, better than you, or blaming the marketplace. And we see all of that in sales. We didn't see any of that with Gareth Southgate. No, no, they're a team. No, absolutely. And so we came fourth in the World Cup. Um, we didn't win. We hope for that next time. Um, but it's, it's uh, taken us out of our performance lump as a country. And I think, you know... Um, it's very much the leadership contribution has been huge to that. So we're all looking forward to seeing the England team kind of go from strength to strength, which if what we've seen so far has happened, that's definitely, definitely going to be the place. So hopefully that's given the sales managers, sales directors, sales leaders some some things to think about. We can learn lessons from sales from all sorts of fields of life and endeavour and, and football, competitive sports or whichever, obviously obviously being being one of those. Can so, I just ask our, yeah. our listeners to make a note in their diary for 2020? Because in 2020, of course, two years from now, that's when England will re win the Euro competition in 2020. Um, so, you know, we will revisit the whole sense of management and how you can succeed when England win the Euros. I hope you're not giving them a target there, Graham. No, I'm giving myself a target. <laughs> Graham is putting, putting his reputation as a football pundit on the line, which yeah. I, 
I'm not sure you're necessarily known as a football pundit, are you? No, you're I know diddly squat about football. <laughs> more of an internet psychologist, <laughs> I thought. And expert on the world of cruising, of course. Uh, absolutely. Anything you want to know about cruising? Carry on cruising. Carry on cruising with Mr. Graham Jones. I've also been here with Mr. Phil Jesson, who's not been cruising. No. No, and I'm Simon Hazeline, and I've also not been cruising. So just Graham. Just me. Has been, has Again. Been, has been cruising. So thank you very much for listening in, folks. Simon Hazeline, Graham Jones, Phil Jesson saleschatshow.com driving your sales success forward there is an absolutely massive and ever expanding library of further episodes from the sales chat show at our website saleschatshow.com or from your usual source of where you get your podcasts so please hopefully you'll enjoy looking at the back catalogue and listening in in the meantime we'd all just like to wish you good luck and good selling have been listening to an episode of the sales chat show to stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success please visit saleschatshow.com thank you very much for listening to this episode and from everyone here at the sales chat show we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling (laughs) 